0: HD Smartcast
1: You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Lite Morning Shot and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Lebanese authorities began enforcing an 11-day nationwide shutdown and round-the-clock curfew on Thursday, hoping to limit the spread of coronavirus infections, spinning out of control after the holiday period. For the first time, residents were required to request a one-hour permit to be allowed to leave the house for emergencies, including going to the bakery, pharmacist, doctor, hospital or airport. Meanwhile, Germany, Britain and the Netherlands indicated strict COVID-19 curbs would last into early February, and Italy said it would extend its state of emergency to the end of April. A 38-year-old pop star is challenging one of Africa's longest-serving leaders in Uganda's hotly contested election. Robert Kyagulani, known by his stage name Bobby Wine, says he represents the country's younger generation, while Yoweri Museveni, who is in his uh, 70s, says he is standing for stability, reports the BBC. The campaign has been marred by serious violence, which has seen dozens of people being killed. The government has ordered a block on all social media. President Museveni says this was because Facebook had banned several accounts which backed his ruling party. Ugandan police say they will deploy officers on rooftops of the capital, Kampala, on election day. President Museveni is seeking his sixth elected term in office after 35 years in power. Campaigning had been banned in the capital, Kampala, and several other districts. The opposition says this is because it is popular in those areas, but the government says it was to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Matteo Renzi, who as Prime Minister once enthused Italians and foreign observers with his promises of reform, is now among the country's most unpopular figures. His name almost a byword for disloyalty and ruthless political maneuvers, reports Reuters. Renzi pulled his tiny centrist party, Italia Viva, from the coalition, unseating Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte's government and throwing Italy into political chaos in the midst of a resurgent coronavirus emergency. His reason for doing so is hard to pinpoint. His original complaint was over Conte's plans for spending billions of euros promised by the European Union to relaunch the battered economy. Italy's draft recovery plan offered too little for the health service, culture and infrastructure, Renzi said, and it was to be overseen by a group of unelected experts, which he argued was an insult to Parliament. In an Ipsos poll, however, 73% of voters said he was pursuing his own interests. Trust in governments, business chiefs and media is crumbling amid a perceived Mishandling by leaders of the coronavirus pandemic and a widespread feeling among ordinary citizens that they are being misled, a global survey has found. The Edelman Trust Parameter, which for two decades has polled thousands of people on their trust in core institutions, found that 57% of people believe government leaders, business chiefs and journalists are spreading falsehoods or exaggerations. Governments, which in a previous survey conducted early in the pandemic saw a bounce in their trust ratings from publics who wanted them to prioritize saving lives over the economy, saw sharp losses in trust levels as the year progressed. South Korea's Supreme Court on Thursday upheld a 20-year prison term for former President Park geun hye over bribery and other crimes as it wrapped up a historic corruption case, reports the PTI. The ruling means Park, who was ousted from office and arrested in 2017, potentially serves a combined 22 years behind bars following a separate conviction for illegally meddling in her party's candidate nominations ahead of parliamentary elections in 2016. But the finalizing of a prison term also makes her eligible for a special presidential pardon a looming possibility as the country's deeply split electorate approaches the presidential election in March next year. Park was convicted of colluding with her longtime confidant, Choi Soon-sil, to take millions of dollars in bribes and extortion from some of the country's largest business groups, including Samsung, while she was in office from 2013 to 2016. Archaeologists have discovered the world's oldest known animal cave painting in Indonesia, a wild pig believed to be drawn some 45-500 years ago. According to BBC, painted using dark red ochre pigment, the life-size picture of the Sulawesi vati pig appears to be part of a narrative scene. The picture was found in the Liang Tedonghe cave in a remote valley on the island of Sulawesi. It provides the earliest evidence of human settlement of the region. The people who made it were fully modern, they were just like us, they had all of the capabilities and the tools to do any painting that they liked, said Maxim Aubert, the co-author of the report published in Science Advances Journal. A dating specialist, Aubert has identified a calcite deposit that had formed on top of the painting and used uranium series isotope dating to determine that the deposit was 45,500 years old. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint
0: production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.